Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want Hello and welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow. And this is Devin Leary. And I'm back. And I'm back. And I've been welcomed back onto the podcast, which it was, you know, a humbling experience to be asked to take a week off. Um, but I did. I learned a lot this week. I grew. Um, I feel like I'm coming to you in a more mature, mature. I, I feel like, you know, last time you heard me, I was a girl. Now you're listening to a woman. What did you reflect on in this time? My weight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my skin, my goal weight, um, before and afters, um, Peloton on Reddit, um, you know, cleanses that cost $400 for me to potentially um, not do but pay for and um, start doing until I feel slightly lightheaded and then immediately um, order a takeout. Have you done a cleanse before? Oh my gosh. I can't believe you must have been around for this. There was a, uh, when I lived in New York, I, I think I was 23. I got like a 72 hour juice cleanse or something. Uh, like it was ridiculous. And I probably paid $180 for it. And I lasted about eight hours. I started crying profusely, could not stop crying from, from, you know, um, hunger and but but disguises depression and anxiety and i then went and got shake shack yeah what's like the purpose of it because i do it's nothing it's a it's a it's baloney it's bologna okay um i see those like weird tiktok ads all the time and i'm like what does that really do Excuse me. Um, okay, can we do that one more time? I feel like our listeners are a little insulted every time they hear us yawn. I yawn a lot, and it's actually my therapist told me that it can come from releasing truth. Yep. Okay. I Swallow guess that, that our one. readers should be flattered when they hear you yawn. They should. They should be like, oh, my God, I can't believe she, like, 
trusts us with with the truth about juice cleanses but let me since you, since you brought up growing as a woman i had an experience this very day today that you know i always complain about being single one of my biggest triggers for singleness self-pity is if something goes wrong and i have to deal with it alone i just which some would say maybe that's a sign you're codependent maybe that's a sign you rely too heavily on your your friends family partner but like when something goes wrong in the home especially i'm living alone for the first time in the home when in the domestic home when something goes wrong in the home like i i get really i the day a cockroach shows up in this very apartment i won't survive because we all know when i lived with tess sitzman friend of the pod i saw a cockroach in the shower all i did was scream and run away from it and tess came out of her room goes what's wrong? Like she knew, like the tone was like, yeah, I know I'm going to have to deal with it. What's wrong. So this, when that happens here, like I'm leaving and the elements will do what they will with that bug. Yeah. But what happened this weekend was something interesting. So I had a leak. Some would say when it rains, it pours. I had a leak in my shower. That was because an old pipe, like, rusted and it was like the the shower was leaking every time it was on so then that was like i came in to the bathroom there's water everywhere i'm like oh my god so but then that gets fixed and then because i have an amazing super who fixes things then i rare by the way rare and a really nice landlord extremely rare my, my is, landlord is selena a gomez kind would person. say rare selena gomez would say rare and single soon um, so I go into my bathroom yesterday or no, two days ago, I'm, I'm on my way to go to my parents' house for the day and I see there's water on the floor. I'm like, Jesus Christ does not need to be giving me these challenges. Like I'm trying to get back up on my feet, you know, and this is something that I was talking to a friend about recently. It's like the one thing about single life is like the roller coaster, like you're, you're, you're down in the complete dumps one second and then you like match with someone hot who has like a cool job on hinge and you're like and today is a brand new day like you're like running on miracle dust and so that is the one thing it's like last week i'm like the flooding the cats at the vet the this the that and then this week i'm like um we gonna be all right we gonna be all right and then i go in my bathroom i see this leaking i'm like now jesus has gotten down on his wow must be knees. a monday i don't know what that phrase is now jesus has gotten down on his knees but what i mean by that is yeah a challenge was thrown my way so i was going to my parents house i realized the leaking is like it it's stoppable by a little contraption that i put together and i'm like i'm a gonna bucket. have to <laughs> no i like i like put a contraption to like hold the part it was like the the um it, you know this is this is even a fit a feat in and of itself i i took the time to look at the toilet i see this is where the problem's coming from it's like that back part whatever what's that thing the back it's like the back of the toilet was you're pressing, talking the wrong girl it was pressing down on the base and so the water from the top was coming through this little hole in the base because there was like screws loose in this hole and I'm like, okay, I can fasten something to stop this from getting everywhere. And then I'm just going to go to my parents' house for the day. I have to use the bathroom. I'm using theirs. Okay. 
And so I did that. And then this morning, I'm like not hearing from the super. I like don't know what time they're going to come. And I go, listen, whoever said a little girl like you can't handle a problem like this. I, I get down on my hands on hands and knees. Much I roll like up my Jesus. sleeves much like Jesus. I roll up my sleeves and, and God damn it. If I didn't fix my own freaking toilet, by the way, with no tools, I don't own a tool set. I just ordered one on Amazon figured, Oh, I might as well have one. I actually think my ex-boyfriend has mine, but I'm not willing to reach out. So smart. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Yeah. There's no sarcasm when I say smart. It was really smart. So, but I literally use my hands and knees and scissors and little contraptions to screw the base and the top of the toilet back together. And I even noticed another problem that had been happening. And I fixed that. And I said, who needs a man? Who needs a woman? Who needs a... And by the way, what kind of man am I thinking in Brooklyn, New York? I'm going to like poll who's like oh i can fix that they're all like have you read uh and the idiot have you read the the idiot by elif botman um that is so true they are all saying that and i mean that again not sarcastically i am very impressed i'm humbled i'm moved i did not expect your story that you wanted to start off the pod with to be about you building a toilet i built it with my bare hands i am wow that's a lot and i think that that is what this sounds like I'm joking, but that is doing things like that is what makes you confident enough to be with someone again. I think. No, that's what I thought. I was like, this is why it's, I guess it's important to be single, even though I really deeply resent this message. Cause I feel like people are like, you have to be single to heal and learn about yours. And I'm like, but all you bitches who met your college sweetheart, right, now right. you're married. Have you done that? Cause you seem fine. You don't seem like you need help loving yourselves. So I'm like, I think it's more, I need to know that I can fix my own toilet, that I can pee and poop by myself. Oh, don't say that. She knew (laughs) the second she said it, she shouldn't have. She goes, sorry. Sorry. I need to know that I can do potty by myself. Oh (laughs) my God. (laughs) I'm throwing myself out the window. (laughs) No, I, this is actually sincere. I need to know that I can sustain myself, that I don't need people. And we all need people. We all, you know, I, we need the super, we need the landlord, we need friends, we need family, but I need to know that I can rely on myself during a crisis um, to at least some extent, because, you know, just like we rely on our friends and our family, we also do have to rely on ourselves sometimes just for strength. And I feel like I know myself as a strong person by some things I've been through. And I also relied a lot on friends and family as Devin can attest to. But I think knowing that I'm going to be okay by myself, if, you know, whatever, I mean, we're Christian this episode. So whatever the Lord throws at me, I will be all right. Um, I love that we're making up things from the Bible. It's like when Jesus got on his hands and knees and fixed his <laughs> toilet. He did do that. Um, That's what's actually crazy. You think Mary fixed the toilet? No. No. Nope. Mary Mary was one of those moms. Mary who, broke it. <laughs> yeah. Mary was one of those moms who broke it. And then she went back to her room and she's like, Jay, little Jay. Jay, I know you're not playing video games right one, now, Jay. Two. Don't make me say three. 
And listen, I like to picture Mary as like the mom in what's eating Gilbert grape. Like <laughs> Jesus she, she's like making everyone plan this crazy birthday party for her. And then like the day the birthday party comes, she's like, I don't even want to go outside because I'm like embarrassed because I'm fat. And it's like, listen, we all plan this party for you. Like Ernie's here. Like, you know, I mean, Ernie's not here, but he's we're going to go all over the town trying to find Ernie for you. And now you don't want to celebrate your birthday. Yeah, I mean, that was a great way of recapping the um, act three of What's Eating Gilbert Great. Um, but That's I like the to picture Mary story. as Edie Falco in The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. The French manicure, oh. chunky, chunky jewelry. I mean, let us not forget that she had an affair with a priest or an emotional She tried to. She tried. She's yeah. the one. Yeah. I can totally get behind that. Like, obviously, that, that is even such a vibe. James Gandolfini. Let's Listen, just say if we were if we were married, not a day would go by. Not to not to promote traditional values, but the dream for me is having a husband who's doing a job a million hours a day, and I just get to do whatever the hell I want in my giant house with quote unquote traditional design, meaning Roman pillars. And cheetah print pillows. And I'm like, oh, I guess another night alone. He's not coming home tonight. The happiest I've ever been in a relationship was when I was dating someone who, tr quote unquote, traveled for work. God only knows what he was doing. But he was never home. And people are always like, oh, you guys had nothing in common. How did you date? We dated for like three and a half years because we never saw each other. That's the key. I remember those nights curling up on the couch. The whole big screen's mine. I'm throwing on my Bravo. I'm ordering in my Indian food. I'm doing what the hell I want. But the thing is, I can do that now. It just doesn't yeah. have this. It doesn't, it doesn't have the same have, effect. No, it doesn't feel as good. It really doesn't. It doesn't. Because there's an absence of searching that yes. feels so good when you're in a relationship. Like, I may, you may maybe I'm in a B minus relationship. Maybe that is true, but at least I'm not out in the streets. At least I'm not out in these streets like these we are right desperate, now. Desperate, desperate streets. Carolina, you don't even know the amount I am going at this dating. My friend said the other day via text, she's like, well, at least I'm like, oh yeah, another date went not went horrible, but like no chem, it turns out no chemistry. Fucking disappointment up the wazoo again. And she's like, well, good job putting yourself out there. I'm like, putting yourself out there is such an understatement for the way I'm approaching the world right now. Like, it's literally, I am throwing myself this way and that. I am not throwing myself out there. Throwing I am, myself out the window. I am making this a lifestyle. I literally am like, I won't be able to be creative or be like an effective person until I have an ongoing, consistent crush that at least lasts a few months. Just give me that. I'm good. But. I literally am like, this is my life's blood is like throwing myself into the world. Different types of people, different, not limited by anything besides political beliefs. But like, I'm just <laughs> like, no, I mean, not limited by, by anything besides saying something like I'm convinced that Hinge has that prompt. That's like, I'm convinced that. And people normally put like, I'm convinced that like, 10 things I hate about you is the best nineties rom-com someone puts, I'm convinced that Kanye West was not the problem. I scroll um, down to their, their stats or whatever it says, um, for, for politics, it says not political. 
I'm like, you just you just took the most political possible stance. Like, yeah. Anyway, so that's the only barriers other than that. Like, I literally will try anything. I'll go anywhere. You know, like I'm opening my mind and I'm feel. Listen, this is the key, though. I'm opening my my mind, but I'm also feeling my body. So the second someone says something weird, I have I have been leaving. Gates. I have been standing up saying, got to go. I'm good. I have been canceling, unmatching. I have been sending people's Instagram feeds to friends saying, does this person look weird? Does this person look cringe? I have been not wasting any time. Someone said the other day, like, oh, well, they look like they could be a fun date. I go, I'm not looking for a fun date. I'm getting married to this person. (laughs) I'm getting married. So, no, I'm not looking for, like, a fun time. Yeah. I mean... I do want to say good job putting yourself out there as you know, Fleabag season two once said love is not something that weak people do. It's not. And neither is what is your week look like answering that question oh, over and over no, again? No, 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 no. You know what I mean? Like answer answering the question. What does your week look like over and over again? Time in and time out. Having the hope that finally something will will pan out in a positive way. I think the problem is that in the past, I always was just like, oh, the second someone like seems interested, great, we're moving forward. We're not going to get stopped by anything. Now I'm like paying attention to fucking red flags and like saying how I feel. And it's really genuinely hard to find anyone. It's like you can even have a really good date, have really good chemistry. And then like that doesn't mean anything in this world. Like. That's what would happen in the past. And I'd be like, okay, great. We're like getting married. We had one good date. Right, and now, right, right. Now I'm and just like, like, I'll contort myself to what you like and don't like. And I'll sort of like be of service because I felt like it was so rare for me to meet someone that I liked that I would sort of go all in off of that. But I think, you know, not to be cheesy, but this is why... We listen to love songs. This is why we watch romantic movies because it is special because it is rare to find someone that you feel comfortable with, that you feel like in your gut, like I want to spend more time with this person. I feel like I'm a good, my best self around this person. I feel good like around this person, meaning like I don't I don't feel self-conscious because for me, that is a huge indicator and in whether or not someone's a good fit is if I feel like, wildly insecure sure some of that can be me but some of that can also be like the per i i I don't want to be in relationships again like i did when i was very young where i had was full of self-doubt because i was in a relationship with someone who doubted me if that makes sense yeah or just like yeah it's like i totally agree i want to be able to be my whole self that's like the the difference of when I feel because that is something too that's like a reality is like yes I've had like really good experiences on dates now and then it still didn't pan out because of like weird red flags that came up or I just didn't feel like logistically this person makes sense in my life but when I've had like really good dates it's come from like I'm being my whole self totally like whether that whether that means like I'm acting really nervous and awkward or I'm like being confident and just like funny and whatever but I feel like I can just be myself and say what's going on in my mind. And this person makes me feel capable of that. And all of my previous relationships, especially the most 
problematic ones they could only see me as like a fragmented version of myself and they are fucking stupid idiots how about that how about that for a profound thought my ex-boyfriends are stupid idiots i want true romance hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy-winning comedy series You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Now, I will say something that does make it hard to believe in love is <laughs> a little television a l- program, a little program that we've been dipping our foot into that. I didn't even know I'm on my computer. I, I opened Netflix. I'm like, this can't be a new season of ultimatum. We just had queer love, but it's ultimatum marry or move on. I love how the queer season is just called love <laughs> ultimatum <laughs> queer love. And then the straight season is marry or move on. Um, and I really was thrown for a whirlwind by this, I would say horror series. I would say horror series. I, you know, I was burned by the bachelorette. I, even as much as I love charity, the boredom was real. It was a very boring show. And I, you know, Devin and I are always talking about what reality show to watch next. And she said, you know, there's a new season of the ultimatum. And I sort of said okay and kind of the spirit of yep i'll watch it i have don't really have a lot of interest i watched all of it in about 72 hours and it consumed me i watched it with a friend who said this is jerry springer 
You're yeah. watching the Jerry Springer program. That is how exploitative this is. Unfortunately, <laughs> what what it did come to, yeah. Um, and I have a lot to say about it. I mean, for anyone who has not watched this program, it's about couples, one of whom gives the ultimatum, which is we're getting married or we're breaking up. And so they decide to go in a social experiment where they date other people, other members of couples who are either receiving or delivering an ultimatum and they move in with them, have a trial marriage, which everyone took very seriously, calling each other my husband, my wife, calling it a trial marriage, living together, drinking out of silver goblets together. And then they would get back together with their initial partners and decide whether or not they wanted to, how they wanted to answer this ultimatum. I hope I explained that all right. That's perfect. So let's say who the couples are. So we start out with what I thought was, you know, they, they burned hot and fast was Brian and Lisa, who are a couple who came in. Um, Lisa had given him the ultimatum and obviously already. And a lot of this, ex- you know, is explained later with hormones. Um, but already Lisa's hot. She is not supposed to be there. She as soon as Brian sits down with Rhea, um, I'm sorry, is it not Raya? Yeah. Raya. As soon as Brian sits down with Raya, another um, girl, uh, Lisa comes over, says, is, this is bothering me, <laughs> and then proceeds to slap Brian in the face when they get up and walk away. But wait, let me also say this. Like, so for some reason, like the whole first episode is just the couples talking to each other about like why they're doing the experiment and i honestly was so bored at the beginning i was like am i that was i didn't text you until after i had like watched three episodes because the first episode i was like this is boring as shit but brian and lisa when i watched their first intro together i was like oh my god she is way too good for him why is he taking her her for granted like she seems so reasonable beautiful she loves him she wants to be with him and she's like i just love our connection together like i just love our time together And he's like, I do, too. And she's like, so then why wouldn't we get married like all our friends are? And he's like, I'm just not ready. And I was like, what a fucking doofus for not being ready. Then literally the second he he doesn't he clearly doesn't even care about the experiment. He's like not trying to. It's not like he's like, "Uh, yeah, I'm like trying to hook up with other girls when I have this chance. Like he gives the vibe of kind of like my girlfriend's making me do this. I don't even want to marry her. But like I have to do this stupid thing. And she immediately comes in and she's like, what can you learn from her? What can you learn from her? And I'm like, wait, that's such an interesting thing. She's saying, like, at least you could have talked to Roxanne. Other, Roxanne. I'm like, Raya seems like the one of the more, like, well-adjusted, like, sane people who I'm like, like, Raya was also brought on the show as like someone who didn't even yeah yeah and i'm like she doesn't even care about this like she's very cool and i love how the barometer is i'm like the people who don't want to be there are the actual sane ones but it kind of is that way um and well except for ryan and oh i love ryan i mean i love no i love ryan i meant her partner yeah he's he's very odd but wait so wait let's let's stay organized because i know we're gonna want to jump around that's Um, true okay so then Lisa slaps Brian in the face. She sure does. He's like, and then in the parking lot, she says like, we're not getting married. We're not doing the experiment. Like we're fucking over. And I Mm -hmm. was like, wow. Okay. They just broke up. 
And um, I was kind of like, I can't believe more people aren't like this because if I was seeing someone I wanted to marry in a bar talking to another woman, I I would, I, I, I mean, the fact everyone is having these physical reactions, like Raya at one point is like, I feel like a brick sitting on my chest. The camera pans to her feet and her leg is like shaking when she's, so t- when she's seeing her, you know, quote unquote ex real life partner talking about another girl. I would do what Lisa did. I would explode. I probably wouldn't hit someone, but I would I would break down. It's very um it's very sick. I was also like trying to think about I'm like why did the queer ultimatum seem more <laughs> stable and like like it it was still unhinged, but it just like seemed a little bit less insane. And I think it's because like by the time it got to so we get to the decision where they're like choosing who their like partner is going to be. We have Brian and Lisa not present at the sit down. We have Alex and Kat. She's a nurse. He's a quote entrepreneur and she wants to marry him. And he's like, you're too like quiet and passive Soft-spoken for me. Spoken, And you're not smart enough for me, basically. Like the, that's he's like the- abusive, basically. He's um, um this he is the real villain of the show and we'll get into that. One thousand percent and number one flaw being how his top lip is so short and thin and it looks disgusting to me. Um and then we have Roxanne and Antonio, who I'm just like, okay, so you guys just like wanna be reality stars. Like they Yes. They are going to go on every like if Roxanne is a housewife like Andy please add her to wherever she belongs they're in like South like make a North Carolina franchise for her totally and like I think Antonio kind of is like similar but like he's just a little bit too dim to like really that's the kind way of saying it bring the drama um so we have them and then we have Trey and Raya that's Raya who was talking to Brian and Trey who wants to marry her and like is very Christian and sweet seeming. And then we have Ryan female and her college sweetheart, James high school sweetheart high school They've been sweetheart. Together for seven years. Sorry. James. High school sweetheart, James. They're like 22 and have been together more than I could ever imagine being with someone. And but um, they've never lived together. And the only time they've spent alone is not alone or something. There's something about how they've never been unsupervised together, which made me so confused. I was like, so are we having sex or not? I know. And also, like, she doesn't know anything about him. Like, he's like, I'm afraid to, like, tell her anything about my actual life. I know. Like, and I was like, seven years? That is crazy. I set seven minutes and it's hard for me to keep in, like, my core childhood wound. I'm like, all right, listen, you and I have known each other a long time. So you need to know how I, I work and why. You, right? Don't answer that. I'm going to keep going anyway. I know. And so like anyway, so they're at the decision table. And then, of course, we have good old classic. Actually, at the decision table, just Nick was there. Vanessa was not present. But and there Nick was, was no there. mention Vanessa of that. Was probably off taking care of one of their million kids. But Nick makes a point of saying Lisa and Brian are not here. We invited them. They said no. Lisa requested a pregnancy test. Uh, at this point, I was in. I was like, thank you, Lord Jim Jesus. Free Springer. <laughs> and the test came back positive. That's how he literally said it. That's exactly how it he said was it. It was incredible. I was hooked from then. 
And we have footage of Lisa telling Brian that they're having a baby. And it was actually very sweet. It and was. If she hadn't physically assaulted him. Assaulted him in the same I episode. Been rooting yeah, for that. For the yeah. past episode. Yeah. It would have been easier maybe to be excited. Um, but I was still very excited for them. Um, so to dance around, it becomes these three couples, all who switch partners nearly directly. And it was fascinating. I mean, and when I say nearly directly, I mean, it was perfectly synchronized. So Ryan with two N's ends up with Trey. Trey's girlfriend, Raya, ends up with Ryan's boyfriend, James. Um, I thought this was a very interesting switch up because Ryan with two N's, female, Southern, Christian, and Trey, very Christian, end up together. They had both issued the ultimatum, meaning they both wanted to get married. They have more fun than I've had in a very long time. They seemed like they were genuinely so happy together as it didn't seem like they had a lot of chemistry. It seemed more of like friendship based, but they were, they seemed like best friends hanging out. Mainly, I yeah. don't like Trey looks so young to me. I just don't get like a sexual vibe from him. Like there's something so inherently like dorky about him. I think, yeah, like they're really sweet. Like, I don't know. I'm rooting for them, though. I, I think they're so cute. And I feel like her friends were like, well, I think, listen, I think her friends and family are over James big time because they meet Trey for seemingly like five minutes and they're like, and they're wow, like, we're love you. You're this- so much better. Yeah, yeah they're like, Ryan's Ryan, so much happier. She's never been this way. By the way, Ryan is so stunningly beautiful, but it's why, shocking. why with the raspberry lip color? It's the worst oh, yeah. lip color. It's not doing great favors for her, no. It's it's so, it's not right. It's just one thing that's not right, and it's 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 bothering me. But I think they're cute and sweet, but mostly I just think, like, Ryan needs help. And then when we get the window into James... That is some darkness. That is some it's dark. It's uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Raya caught... <laughs> Trey admits later when the guys get together, which is already like a Bachelor... I'm sorry, which is already like a Bachelor episode that, you know, we'll never get again because that franchise is dead or a Housewives episode with the husbands. Yes. Um, but... Trey says, oh, well, Raya called me crying, saying I'm worried James wants to have sex with me, (laughs) which is so if someone said that to me, I probably would um, leave the country, um, walk into the ocean. If they said the person who's living with you called me crying, worried that you wanted to have sex with them, (laughs) that would that would, you know, probably ruin my life. That would Um, be hard. That would be hard. James, Raya is basically like, why won't you hold my hand? Why won't you hug me? Why won't you give me affection? James, dead faced with the creepiest disposition ever is like, well, marriage to me is having sex in the shower. Marriage to me is making love. I want to sleep naked next to someone. He's clearly like so attracted to Raya and at the same time, so cold. And that mixture is so, that combination is so bizarre to me. But I think that, I think that this kind of man, and I understand that he later opens up about incredibly serious trauma, which I think is very brave 
And at the same time, I don't think we owe anyone our partnership if they don't treat us well, period. I agree. Like, I I felt really bad for him, especially when we meet his mom, the most sinister character in reality television <laughs> history, who is like, the oh, you're going to see another says, swing and dick around here and get distracted. All right, yeah. well. And you that think is unfortunately verbatim. She's literally like laughing like, <laughs> oh, so She's you like, want to start I, a yeah, family. I care about money, I think. I didn't say, do you want to be close to your grandpappy? I know. It was really like scary. I unfortunately identified with her in terms of caring about money. Like I was like, I do unfortunately have that perspective as well. But um, Carolina, but she, don't end up like that. I'm scared. That me in like two years. Okay, but also the... I agree with Ryan when they had that 3 a.m. fight, which like, sadly, I'm I'm horrified to admit, like, I really relate to this where you're like in a relationship where you literally will fight until three in the morning. Like, these are the types of relationships that I needed to go to therapy so I would never end up in again, where it's like, oh, now it's 3 a.m. and we're still talking or, oh, we were supposed to be at the dinner party an hour ago, but we're still in the car fighting. Oh, okay, we were supposed to. I missed eight calls from my friend because this really important thing happened, but I was in a fight into, you know what I mean? Like these intense, like battle royales. So they're having one of those kind of arguments until three in the morning. And Ryan says like, she's like, I've like lost so much of myself to this relationship and I've given so much, but at a certain point, I understand you have PTSD, but you have to do something about it. Like you have to move forward and get better because I can't like take care of that for you forever. And I thought that was such a mat- mature yeah. stance to have mature. when you're literally 22. Um, when I mean, Taylor yeah, Swift she's... was dressing up like hipsters and making fun of her exes. Um, yeah. Wearing a fedora. Um, she says, he says, well, it's up to me what I do with my PTSD, basically. And she says, well, it affects my life. And I think yes. that's something that like when I was her age, when I was really young, I was in a relationship with someone who was extremely hurt by their past. And so I really took that on as like, this is some, like I I gave them so much extra credit in the same time. It's like, how many allowances are you going to make? How many, how much are you going to give of yourself? Like she's saying to someone who's not willing to do the work. And I, I think you really, you know, um, helped me understand this not to speak for you, but like when you were in a relationship with someone who said that they couldn't give you, you know, what you needed because you were in a dying, you know, because they were traumatized and you said, well, you know, like my closest friends all suffer from PTSD. And I don't, and I, I don't mean that. I don't think everyone does. We just happen to have, you know, known people who have been through shit and like, the way you said that made it sound like my closest friends all have PTSD. I mean, they're friends with me. Like, that's hard. <laughs> we all have trauma from being friends with Devin. Um, no, I, I, I just mean that, like, we know people who have been through a lot. And I have never used that as an opportunity to lash out at a significant other. One thousand percent. If anything, my fault isn't kind of not that I've been a martyr, but I've been too scared to let, you know, like partners know how much pain I'm in because I feel like it's unattractive or it's not cute or it's not fun. And that's something that I have to like work on more as being open to being vulnerable because it's the only way of really being in love. Um, No. And like I was in a relationship with someone for years who like had lost someone close to him and okay that's fine 
but said that he wasn't willing. He literally said he's like, I'm not willing to like work through it and I'm not willing to talk about it. And I don't ever want to like bring it up. And that might be an immature stance. But and I'm like, okay, first of all, like, sorry, it is an immature stance to say you're never going to work through or talk about something. And second of all, like, then you can't be in a relationship. Like, that's what frustrates me, I think, especially recently with men is I'm like, and I guess I shouldn't generalize with, especially recently with people in relationships is like, okay, if you don't want to work through anything, that's fine. Then do not give anyone ever the idea that you are willing and able to be a partner because you're not at all. Like you are not at all. If you can't look at the hardest things about your past, present or future, then you are not able to be in partnership with another person. I would say even as a friend, like how are you supposed to show up for someone when your head is under the sand? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I want true romance. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. No, I think it's something that like I truly struggle with in terms of my own. There's parts of my own life that I've, I've even said like I'm unwilling to go through this right now. I, I I'm unwilling to get over this right now. And that admission, and I'm saying this totally knowingly. And it's something that I was discussing as recently as this morning makes it impossible to be in a relationship. Yeah. You have to be willing to work on yourself or else you are 
going to have to numb parts of yourself that are just like these very serious, real parts of yourself. It's just impossible to get close to someone if you're not willing to do some work. So I, I root, I, I mean, I, I can't help but root for Ryan and James because I like Ryan so much, but James has this, and, and we'll, I want to talk about Alex too, Roxanne. I'm, I'm sorry, Alex too, who's um, the guy with the gross upper lip, who I actually uh, think is pretty handsome. But what? But, oh my God, I but, hate him. And I don't like him either. I hate him and I hate the way when he's, I actually hate when he speaks. Um, but James's quiet sort of demeanor is not introspective. It's not interesting. It's not vulnerable. I'm just over that. I'm over, like, you have to open up. And Raya was like, I completely didn't get an experience out of, like, a trial marriage with you because you were so distant. Yeah, and also, like, she's talking in circles with him. And, by the way, there's a common denominator of talking in circles, and it's him. Like, he, like, can't get anywhere because he won't admit that he's, like, wrong or not, like, seeing something. Or he won't, like even have the awareness to be like, yes, the fact he's that I'm dick. He's a dick. But like, yeah, the thing Raya... when he's like, let me finish my sentence. And then like Ryan leaves the room and he's like, I'll finally get to speak now that you're in there. And I'm just well, like, it's also like Raya was just asking for like a little bit of like, again, she doesn't want to have sex with him. She just wants like, oh, like something like cute and fun. Hold hands, like give some sort of anything. And also, the one time I have been in support of Vanessa Lachey's behavior is when at the switchback time when James is like, yeah, so as soon as because James at one point steps out and calls his brother, or his friend or something and is like, yeah, as soon as I saw Ryan like talking to these other guys, I realized like, wow, she could like pull any guy she wants. And now I'm kind of like confused. And Vanessa's like, really? So you weren't willing to like commit to her for seven years. And just because she spoke to other men, now you're like, you know what I mean? It's just so fucking shallow and stupid. Um, and you can see with both Ryan and Trey, what they have in common is like, they really love their partners, but they also really value partnership. So they're like really trying to get to know each other and like, understand each other and be there for each other. And then they're also trying to love and understand their partners, but they're also trying to take care of themselves. Like they definitely took the experiment the most seriously um, as opposed to people like Alex <laughs> and Roxanne, who I the mean, I'm thing, kind of obsessed with Roxanne. Unfortunately, I, I'm obsessed She's with giving her, us Erica Jane vibes. Her being immediately like my ex, my ex was like this. My ex was like that. Like the mom, Alex's mom, apparently calling Kat, which I am obsessed with that. Like, yes, move of love saying like Roxanne was talking about Antonio, like she's already moved on. And Roxanne's like, that's a lie. I'm like, you literally said my ex was like this. Every time you spoke about him was like, yeah, my ex used to make me like think that I couldn't be ambitious, but I'm not like that anymore. My ex used to make me think I didn't want to get married. It's like, wait, from two days ago, you mean? Okay, so yeah, Roxanne is immediately in. And I want to talk about this switch up a little bit. Roxanne is dating Antonio, and all we know about him is that he's a, um, I'm sorry, nothing going on upstairs. He's a conspiracy theorist who loves YouTube videos. When and she's like, yeah, I just don't care about conspiracies. She's like, I actually hate that shit. Which again, and I was like, okay, this is when I love Roxanne. And Kat was like, I think it's cute that he's passionate about it. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's so dark. So Roxanne 
and Antonio split up for the ultimatum. Antonio wants to marry her. She doesn't want to get married. I don't think I've ever heard someone say grind or hustle more. She's like, I'm just only grind. I'm just I'm hustling. I'm an entrepreneur. All I care about is work. And they, uh, Kat, who is one of the meeker people I've ever seen in my life. I didn't say like, and it's something bad about her. She's just extremely shy, it seems like. I don't know how she got on reality television. Her and Alex, who is seems incredibly arrogant, split up and they all switch partners. So Antonio and Kat both had an issue, offered the ultimatum. Basically, both of them like their partners more than their partners like them. They just seem stuck together. Like they have clearly no interest in, you know, even talking really. Um, Kat is like trying her best because she's a very nice person. But Antonio is basically just talking about how he doesn't have any money and um, he's like obsessed with Roxanne. Alex and Roxanne date. They are getting along so well in the beginning. I think that they are going to like end up together. They're so flirty. They're like holding each other's arms. There's like, there's something in the air. And then Roxanne slowly starts to turn on him. And I actually really enjoyed watching this where she at first is talking so much about like Alex in front of when all the girls get together in front of Kat that I felt so bad. Kat looks like she's literally going to get physically sick because this like girl who has gotten so much filler that she does unfortunately look 65, even though she's probably like 28 is talking about like, like, the like romantic vibes between her and um cat's boyfriend apologies if you're getting lost this is just the nature of the show um and then roxanne is like okay i think alex is a liar like he said to my parents he opens up car doors for me and he doesn't and sometimes i catch him sleeping when he says he needs to be working then the boys get together and alex tells antonio you are Roxanne's whipping boy, I think. And I don't think she respects you. She doesn't respect you. Antonio loses his mind. I mean, unfortunately, again, this is true. Like, she has said so much, like, unforgivable shit about this guy. About, like, that he doesn't have, like, a goal. That he, like, doesn't isn't a hard worker. That all this stuff. Um, but he, she basically freaks out at Alex for telling Antonio that she doesn't respect him. And they have a fight where you suddenly realize that Alex is the villain. He may have been right about saying that, like, she doesn't respect Antonio. But she's basically like, you are not a good partner. You don't help me clean. And he's like, whatever. Sometimes I don't help you clean. Just, and he at one point goes, just stay in your lane. <gasps> yeah. And also, like, I think it was so true. Like, okay, so the one thing I do love Roxanne in this moment that you're describing the one thing that bothers me is like, okay, so yes, now she's like coming to, to be there for Kat, where she's like, okay, he doesn't respect you. I think he like walks all over you. I think he takes advantage of you. He doesn't like, he doesn't realize how much you do for him and whatever. He takes you for granted. But when they were at the decision table, Alex was basically tearing down Kat's personality in front of him. Everyone, he's like, yeah, she's just like not challenging for me. Like, it's just, yes. you know, it's not stimulating. And then Kat even speaks up and is like, just so everyone knows, like, I didn't realize there was a personality problem here. Meaning like he never once voiced that to me. And she was like, you should look into that. Yeah. And Roxanne does the same thing. And then kind of like is it's kind of like 
her and Alex are like the villains running away, like, ha ha, our stupid partners. And now she's trying to be on Kat's side. But it's a little bit like too little too late for me. Um, I still liked how she was like, "You, I bet you talk to Kat like that. Yeah, like, and I she do was like, like she calls you him talk out. to her though. Yeah, she calls him out. Yeah, she calls him out. And she does like say what she wants and needs like and she she called him out like when they were going to meet her parents and she's like, oh, you're not going to open the door for me. Like, that's how I need to be. That's how I, I am doing. I think, better. I think that's hot. I really do. I've been doing better on dates with like what my move is, is to now just be like, I don't feel well. I'm going home or like I'm leaving early. But I need to call out the behavior and be like, really? I had a guy forget I was in an Uber with him and shut the door in my face as he got out of it. Yep. And I've also had a guy forget that I was coming into the Airbnb we were sharing together and shut the door in my face to the Airbnb. And funny enough, yes, it was the same gentleman. Gentleman is a generous term, people. Um, yeah. And also, like, I just want to start being like, the second any man ever tries to explain music to me, that's like my biggest red flag right now is I'm like, any man's commentary on music, if it's not like, oh, I don't care and cool, Taylor Swift seems great, then I'm like, we are absolutely done here. And I'm going to start calling it out and being like, Roxanne. So meanwhile, this drama unfolds. Roxanne is confronting Alex. He like has nothing to say for himself and is like, um, okay, like totally gaslighting her. She... Meanwhile, Kat confronts, well, Kat tries to confront Antonio, but like in, in her way, which is her being like, are you doing okay? And he's like, no, I'm not doing okay, Kat. I'm not doing okay. And she's like, so I think it's kind of weird because like um, Alex's mom called me and said that Roxanne is talking about you like she's no longer with you. And he's like, Alex is a liar and a shit bag. And his mom is too. And she's like, don't call him a shit bag. And like, why would her, his mom lie? Anyway, Antonio ends up running down the street in the middle of the night, sprinting. This I actually kind of liked. I was like, oh, this is what I'm looking for. I know. I kind of am looking for that. It's too. unhinged. It's unhinged. It's unhinged. But we are, we maybe are looking for that. Meanwhile, what we end up with is the switchback ceremony. And that's where we get unhinged Vanessa back. That's where we get. Like, this is the thing. I'm like, the the fact that Vanessa, she is on air on television for a cumulative 31 minutes her the entire year. These these small moments put together on Love is Blind and Ultimatum. And she cannot she cannot regulate her emotions. It's true. For one second, like she starts crying because James said he like doesn't know if he wants to open up to Ryan and she starts crying and is like, like literally like violently wiping tears from her face because that's how much she's crying and going, the shit that I, that I had to get through to be the best version of myself for this man, the shit that I had to I'm go like, through. I'm like, Nicholas Shea must be amazing in bed. I'm sorry. There's, there's only, the, how do you stay married to him for so long? No, but how do you I don't. He like bag these like amazingly beautiful like women. It's no, astonishing. But Carolina, she's, insane that's how <laughs> it's not because he's good in bed it's because she's insane i don't think he's good in bed he slept with like two people ever that's true and first of all and second of all like she is completely off her rocker like who, where else is she gonna go <laughs> she even said she's like she's like and i tried to, to and i tried to give that information to other men but they weren't the man i was gonna marry because they couldn't take it i'm like so the other men were stable and were like okay i'm actually good like bye 
And Nick was the first dunce to come along and be like, okay, sure. Um, she is very much not well. And she personalizes every single situation on the show. Like, That's I true. feel like, yeah. She's always like, as someone who gave the ultimatum, which I'm sorry. And I, this is not like, I could totally see myself giving an ultimatum one day. And I don't think it's like a bad thing to do to be like, if this isn't moving forward, then like I need to move on with my life. I, I don't think that's like crazy or anything, but it's not something that I would go bragging about. <laughs> I know she, every season she's like, I never thought I was going to be the girl that gave the ultimatum. And I was, and I'm like, you didn't think you were like, you're couldn't be more of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think ultimatums are, like, not encouraged by therapists. I think it's, like, more like just leave if someone's not giving you what you need. Right. But I also think, yeah, I probably will do that. I mean, <laughs> but I have, looking at the trajectory of my life, I can see that in my future. Yeah, like, I'm not, like, going to be unselfaware like Vanessa. I'm going to say I am very likely to give an ultimatum. I'm very likely to go through all this shit to be the best woman that I can be. Um, I'm very likely to when someone is telling me a story about their dating problems, I direct it back towards myself and be like, okay, well, when I was going through it, hysterically crying, I know, and bursting into tears. Yeah, I can see that. It's just so confusing. It's like, I just like, don't think this is the role of host at all. Like, it's like, what, <laughs> what shows has she been watching? The only thing I can compare it to is like Tyra being like, we were rooting yes. for you. We were all oh, rooting for you. I miss Tyra. But Tyra gave more personality. Yeah, she had pranks. She had fake seizures. She had she had more going on than Vanessa for sure. <laughs> the phobia of dolphins, like <laughs> willingness to dress up in a fat I suit. I am scared of dolphins. Yeah. Raise your hand if you are scared. I was scared. <laughs> I had a PA do that to me on set, do that to a group of people on set once. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. A PA goes, okay, everyone, that was scary. Raise your hand if you were scared. <laughs> that that's actually I was genius. like, I actually hope to hire you um as my best friend. And did you? No. Because okay. you won't quit the dang job. <laughs> oh damn. Um okay, well, so Can't that was amazing. Yeah, they switch back. Listen, we're we're on our hands and knees just like Jesus Christ because yeah. next week, in our toilet. Wednesday is when we find out. Um what is going to happen? Are they going to marry? Are they going to move on? Do you have any predictions? I see. I hope Raya moves on because she did already confess that Trey wasn't pleasing her sexually. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot like, about that. Well, so the thing is, is that I can please him during sex. He can't please me. So that's a pretty big issue. Um, that was tough. So I hope she walks away um, and it breaks my heart to hear that about our sweet man, Trey. Um, I think Ryan and James are going to be engaged. I don't think that maybe is for the best. Again, they're 23. They've never lived together. I think that there's, but mistakes will be made. Um, I think Kat and Alex are going to get married. I hope for happiness for Kat. I think Roxanne is going to say yes to Antonio for television purposes, but I think yes. they're going to break up once they watch this show. Yes, agree. But we'll see if my predictions stand. Listen, tune in next week. We're gonna we're gonna do a little post post op discussion. Post um, I guess next week will be like the ultimate or no, it will probably be next week is the proposals and the reunion. So Oh, thank God. 
Yeah, so that's I needed be a, big a reunion time. like episode three. I was like, I need to see these people together now. I know when something like drama like that happens and you're like, OK, now officially it doesn't matter until I can hear them talk about it after they've watched it. Like the hypocrisy. You should have seen how fast my fingers moved when I looked up Lisa and Brian now after I Wait, what did pregnant. you find? What did you find? Spoiler alert. That they're doing the great. And that she was like, it was really hard to watch the episode where I hit him and like how yeah. crazy I was being. But yeah. she was like, we talked through it. But it was still really hard, which yeah, I cannot imagine. I can't imagine because I I can't imagine having cameras follow me on when I went berserko banana town I know. in the past. At least she had a hot outfit on. That's what I kept thinking. That's I was true. like, I was like, honestly, she does look really good, even though this is really bad. I um, know. Yeah, that's all you can hope for sometimes. I love you, Devin. Love you, Carol. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.